Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. This is Robbie Reviews. I feel the need, the need for speed. I'm going to make an offer again. Life was like a box of chocolates. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss First it. First rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. So, oh, I'll be back. Green, for lack of a better word, is good. Show me the clothes that we're doing we don't need. Rose. Hello, guys, and welcome to Robbie's Reviews. I have a special guest with me today. Sammy is back. Ah, I got roped into another one. Yes. And this is my solo podcast because I am a fanatic when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of was actually called, I wouldn't say called to do this, but I just really wanted to do this mm-hmm. and give you guys more content. Yep. I mean, we produce a lot. We have the Boogeyman podcast. We have the Painful Truth of Chronic Pain. Sammy has... The Pixie Dust Twins. So we're mm-hmm. producing content for you because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So this next movie we are reviewing is The Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's been a lot of hype yeah. around this movie. There's been a lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll dive into that. But if you have not heard about what The Sound of Freedom is, Sound of Freedom, based on an incredibly true story, shines a light on even the darkest of places. After rescuing a young boy from the ruthless child traffickers, a federal agent learns the boy's sister is still captive and decides to embark on a dangerous mission to save her. With time running out, he quits his job and journeys into the Colombian jungle, putting his life on the line to free free her from a fate worse than death. Children are not for sale. 
It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. This is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And yet somehow, you have failed to bring me one real world lead. It's over, Tim. Close up and come back home. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. South of that river, it's all rebel territory. No one goes in. What if this was your daughter? Hear that? That's the sound of freedom. Rating is PG-13. It's uh, sexual references, violence, and sex. Mm -hmm. Trafficking. Mm -hmm. Genre is crime, drama, and mystery. Director of this is Alejandro Monteverde. Monteverde. Mm -hmm. I'm not great with... These names are all going to be very tricky uh, to get through. With Hispanic people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Producer is... Eduardo, Eduardo. Dugui. I definitely did not say that right. Yeah, we definitely did not. So sorry. Uh, writer is Rod Barr mm-hmm. and, and then Alejandro. Alejandro. Uh, release date was July 4th, 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get back to the release date in this. The box office gross is 100, uh, 173.8. 173 million. Yeah. Running time is two hours and 11 minutes. Distributor is Angel Studios. Mm-hmm. Production company. Um, what is that? Mena- Menosha? Menosha Films and Santa Fe Films. Menosha Films, I think. Yeah. Um, crew. Oh, casting crew. Um, Jim Cavazell. Uh, was Tim Ballard. Bill Camp was Vampiro. Eduardo Verestweg. I definitely said that wrong. Yeah, Paul. Javier Godino is Jorge. Crystal Paracio is Rossio. And Lucas Avila is Miguel. So Rotten Tomatoes gave it a six, uh, 67%. Yeah, from the critics. From the critics. Mm-hmm. Audience gave it a 99 I was surprised. Percent score 99% from the audience. So now that you guys know kind of what it's about, Mm -hmm. um, I really wanted to see this movie. Like, I know it from the hype around it, people are like saying it had to do with QAnon and it had to do with this and Mm -hmm. that. My opinion of this is I don't, I mean, child trafficking is a real thing. People get kidnapped every single day. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they were focusing on conspiracy theories. In the show, they were actually showing and 
showing real statistics, real data. Mm-hmm. And, and real video. And real video. I was getting that, so thank you. No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, But yeah, there's been a lot of hype around this movie. So, first of all, what do you think of the movie? I didn't know there was so much like political upheaval around the movie when we went to go see it. I didn't know anything about it at all. I kind of kept you in the dark. Yeah, you just said, oh, I want to go see it. I want to go see it. And I was like, what is it about? Sure. And you were like, it's about child trafficking. That's pretty much all I told you about. Because Mm -hmm. I didn't want you to fall into like what the critics say, because they were like, oh, it's about QAnon and all these conspiracy theories. As a general rule, I don't really read reviews on things because I find people on the internet like to be super negative or weird about stuff. You know, like it's fun to hate on everything. Yeah, right. And I just want to go into it and I either like it or I don't like it. And I don't, I don't really need an audience of people to tell me if I should or shouldn't like the movie at the end of the day. You know, I'm curious to see what other people think, but I don't really read reviews. I did after on this one because then you told me there was like a lot of you know stuff going on about it but i had no idea going into it and i didn't see anything political like nothing stuck out to me like i was trying to be manipulated or it was the big like you said QAnon conspiracy thing i think they grabbed a hold of the movie but i don't think that there were like overtures of their involvement in it right no so when you're were in this movie mm-hmm. the opening of it did it grab you so there will be a lot of spoilers in this. So if you would, as usual, if you've never seen this movie, mm-hmm. you should pause this and go watch it before you actually watch this mm-hmm. or listen to it, because we do share open mm-hmm. what what we think of it, mm-hmm. what we would change, all of yeah. that stuff. So when we're first getting into this, what did you think of the opening? I mean, I thought it was well put together. The opening. Like in the opening, they actually show video footage of saying like a child's kidnapped every seven seconds. Yeah, they did some like statistics on it and they actually had real yeah, like video, video like footage of kids getting just grabbed off the street and from right. like random places. And that that kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like people are just so brazen that they'll just kidnap you right in front of your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that from the opening of it it is really it really grabs your attention it really grabs you and says oh wow mm-hmm. you know i agree so when um the lady the recruiter goes up to uh-huh. the father and says oh we like your daughter we she think came to their house because she right, said the little right. girl was singing and she had talked to the little girl mm-hmm. right right um, right yeah and then she was like we invite you to open call and audition and then they the young brother walks into the room and mm-hmm. he's like bring him too mm-hmm. what did you think of that like when they are going there i mean if you're sitting and you're watching it especially knowing what you're watching like you know it's sketchy right mm-hmm. to have like this random lady come in and she's like oh just come and bring both your children to this open, open audition call. and then especially when they get there and she's like no parents allowed like well i was just you know? getting to that so but, they, they get into the room yeah the whole thing just seems sketch but that very beginning it's just odd to have her just show up at the house and be like well, oh well you know. for some reason i feel like they were expecting her she just didn't show up i thought she just showed up because she had talked to them in the market 
and maybe she had mentioned she would stop by, but I thought she That's had just shown up because she was like, where's your dad? You know, like she was right. talking little girl first. Right. So that's the idea I got, you know, okay. like maybe she had mentioned, yeah, like I'm going to stop by to talk to you some more about right. it. But I don't know if it was like a planned visit when she did come by. I feel like they have seen each other before and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, we know sort of her. So they get to this open call and they're br- the dad is bringing the children in and they're, the girl is like, the lady, the recruiter is like, no parents allowed. Come back at seven mm-hmm. and we'll let you know. Yeah. So- as a parent, would you just drop your kid off with I somebody you don't, I don't even know? I don't believe I would. No. It, honestly. I don't have kids. We don't have kids. But if, if, I wouldn't leave my dog someplace where someone was like, oh, you can't come in or be part of this. I would be like, no, thank you. Bye. <laughs> right. If it would have been me, I would have been like, all right, bet. I'm going to sit out in the hallway with a good book and I'll be here all day. Mm-hmm. And I'll be periodically banging on the door. I don't give a fuck if you guys are recording. Mm-hmm. I want I want to know what's going on. Like, know everything is okay. Yeah, like yeah. I want to know what's going on in the room. Oh. And that would I would have been me. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, then later, like he leaves, the dad leaves, comes back at seven, and they're gone. Yeah. And then this is like, like gone, like gone. They, like they drug him. The room is empty. Empty everything. Yeah, and, and he's out in the streets looking for them, and they're... I And I felt bad for him, like, emotionally crushed, like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So I did feel bad for him as a parent. Like, if I had kids, I would... I can imagine that's how I would be as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, like, to actually get his son and daughter back took years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the main star of this movie, Jim Krizandra. Jim. Oh, Jim Cavazell. Yeah, I'm so I'm so sorry. Some of these names. Yeah. If you don't remember him, he actually played Jesus in Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's film. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mel Gibson actually co-produced this movie. Uh, Before we actually saw this movie. He was, uh, Mel Gibson was out promoting it and being like, this is, this is what's wrong. Mm -hmm. This is going on. And the way you stop it is you have, we're talking about trafficking and whatnot. You have Mm -hmm. to shed light on it. Yeah. And if you haven't seen those uh, promos, you should definitely do that. And I, before, after this movie was released, people thought Mel Gibson was going to do a four port docuseries on trafficking in Hollywood. I didn't know that. But turns wow. out it was a, it was a, not real, it was a fake. Oh, there was but a real story. Oh. I think it was just more for like publicity of promoting the movie. But I think even if Mel Gibson tried to do something like that, mm-hmm. he would get, he'd get clipped. You think so? Yeah. I know Mel Gibson is, has a lot of credits under his belt, but uh, mm-hmm. he, that some of these things people don't want out. Mm-hmm. And Jim is kind of like the Tom Cruise for religious movies. That's that's what's going around in Hollywood. So, and can I just say, like, and since I was reading about the movie a little bit, and I know you're going to get into some of the stuff and the controversy with it, but some of the things they say, like Jim is spreading and talking about 
which they relate back to the QAnon, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, he's a crazy guy, whatever. And I'm not getting into whether I agree or disagree with what he's saying personally. But someone pointed out, like, but what about Tom Cruise, who just had another Mission Impossible come out? And he talks about Scientology, which everyone is like, is a cult and is a big thing. Like, like, aren't they both equally as crazy then, technically? Like, you know what I mean? But no one really talks about Tom Cruise anymore because we talked about Tom Cruise years and years and years ago and now it's just whatever tom cruise is crazy and still gonna go see his movies like top gun top gun maverick you know like mission impossible for the hundredth time and just it's whatever now but because i think this thing with jim is also a newer focus because of this movie i feel like that's some of it too it's more controversy something new to talk to yeah i just thought it was interesting when someone pointed out i'm like yeah you know what you're right because tom cruise is still kind of you know he's still a scientologist yeah everybody is still a a very weird thing in Hollywood. So, so yeah. what did you think of the story, the plot of this whole thing? I mean, okay, so obviously, it's a movie, people. I mean, like, there's going to be stuff that's sensationalized, right? That probably didn't really happen that way. That didn't go down the way it's portrayed. Wasn't as dramatic as the way it was portrayed. It's a movie. It's a movie. At the end of the day, like, you always have to assume, even when you see a documentary. It's, it's produced. a movie. There is a look at the credits. There is someone who's in charge of the script, right? And there is a director and it a is, producer. Exactly. And a line it producer. is still a story that is being told. Yes. So, what? Just keep that in mind. You know, when that's someone. You know, some of the big things I've seen about this is just like, you know, it's sensationalized Hollywood, and I'm like, right, because. It's a movie. You should still go and read about these things and make your own opinions up about it and educate yourself just like you should if you watch a documentary, you know, like mm-hmm. take it in, but also read about it. I mean, any documentaries we've talked about, we've also tried to read a little bit more about it. Because right. There's always three sides to every story. Right. But that being said, they had real footage in this. Right. And I'm like, can't really argue, argue that. that. So I feel like obviously this is a thing that has happened does happen you know it's 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 a scary thing to think about and are we talking about some of the controversies yeah with yeah it? we're okay. getting into that now okay so i can bring up yeah some stuff. okay so i know like one of the big things people are like when you go to see this movie this is not how sex or child trafficking is in america well how is child trafficking it is so in what america? they're saying is in america it's your weird uncle who you know grooms you convinces you to do things it's the the kid who gets kicked out of their house who's misunderstood who's homeless who's looking for drugs who meets these people who are like oh you know like oh we're we're together like if i give you drugs you do this thing for me you go out and you do these acts and get paid and then I will help buy drugs for you or feed you or, you know, it's like a grooming thing, which I believe is true. Like, okay, that's a thing. And there are real stories about family members. Everyone kept saying, oh, it's usually a family member. And I'm like, okay, but that is a thing. Yes, there are sicko family members out there. But I keep thinking back to some of the stuff we've seen where, especially in America, when one person gets arrested, for like they're like oh they had child pornography on their computer 
how many other people get arrested with them? There's always at least like 10 people. Do you ever? Yeah. Because they all turn on each other. Because apparently pedos, on each other. pedos are definitely snitches when they get arrested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is fine because they all should be in jail. They all should be arrested. You know, they should be taken off the streets because it's disgusting. Uh, but, you know, I'm just like, I feel like you have to kind of look at both sides. Number one. And number two. Okay. Everyone's like, this is not how it really is in America. But these kids were not, they were not from America. They were from um, Colombia. Yeah. And Colombia. Salvador. And yeah. All that. So you, South America. Yes. So this story didn't even take place in North America. So I'm like, I don't understand the point of that either. They weren't here. They weren't in Canada. They weren't in California. They were in South America when the story got told. So I'm like, I don't see any references to the accuracy of that. Everyone just keeps saying, oh, this isn't how it is in the United States. And I'm like, okay, but he wasn't in the United States. Like, he left the country. Like, he got on a plane and he went someplace else. So that confused me, too, that that's one of the arguments. So one thing I really did like about this movie is it it showed a light on, like, the situation, like, with child trafficking. Mm -hmm. And that it, it is an actual problem. This is, I feel like, in my opinion, this is one of the biggest stories, and it should be on the news every night. Because if it's not, if you don't spread light on it or shed light on it, mm-hmm. this this will never change. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, this movie's going to come out, and everybody's going to say, oh, the mainstream media kind of pushed it under the rug, tried to uh, block the message from it. And I, I've tried, seen that, too. Tried to discredit it. Like, someone's like, oh... First of all, some of this is not true that you're reading. They're like, Disney made the movie and then shelved it. And I'm like, no. So, Disney bought it when they so got So we will get into Fox, this. So right? now we want to do this. So, But that's the thing, right? It was already Yeah, made so let me Fox explain this to you. Okay. So Fox actually produced this movie. This movie came out in 2023. It was, this has been shot eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And with... Fox was going to distribute it and everything like that. And then when Disney bought Fox, they acquired it. And then COVID happened and things were getting pushed back left and right. Mm -hmm. And then Disney didn't want to distribute it anymore. And I hear some of the biggest complaints is why wouldn't Disney want to push this movie? Isn't, aren't they supposed to be like, child safety, do everything for children, mm-hmm. keep them safe, they're our future and whatnot. But they didn't. So they ended up selling the movie and that's how Angel Studios acquired it. So I don't know if you know who Angel Studios, but they're I, I, we're actually trying to develop our company kind of like how Angel Studios mm-hmm. is. They're actually based out of Utah. And I don't know if you know this, but they're owned by two Mormon brothers. So they're not even in the whole mainstream Mm -hmm. production studio Mm -hmm. system. So there's Hollywood and then there's the studio system. They're the outside of it. So they're kind of like where we are. So the way that they get production funds is they crowdsource their movies Mm -hmm. and they take a poll every month, you know, what would you guys want to see? Yada da, they get feedback. They actually have their own distribution mm-hmm. platform on Roku, uh, I, uh, Apple TV, and uh, Google, Google 
tele or app or Amazon Fire Stick. That's ah, one. Okay. So they can distribute it. That what's nice about Angel Studios is their content is free. You can get on there and watch whatever you want. No. But the way they make money is through ads. Mm -hmm. So, and they crowdfund a lot of their production. Mm -hmm. So, you can donate to them. I think it's kind of like PBS. PBS stations are ran by donations. Mm -hmm. So, crowdsourcing is the new donations. And we're, we, Limitless is slowly going to be offering stock so people can buy into this into our company so i know we can keep going but that's not what this show is about it's basically to tell you should you see this movie and our thoughts of it um so did the story intrigue you did it keep your attention until the end yeah i think so i mean it was like a little slow at times but they were really building up and it was a slow story because of how they found the kids. Right. You right. Know? So, yeah, I mean, I think it kept your attention in the movie right. theater and all the way till the end. Right. You know, and it was nice. It had a happy ending. Right. Because yeah. it may not have, you know, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, finding the sister, you never know. Right. And um, I'm sorry, I was looking and I meant to this before we started the show, but um just because what i was talking about a little bit ago where people are like oh people don't get trafficked like this in the united states this is not how it works it's people you know whatever but i knew there was somewhere on facebook because i remember seeing posts where people were talking about our area and we're in like a nice right area in florida yeah we're not in like yeah we're in like a nicer area and people posting on here about being followed around with their kids so this in walmart is- on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like. Now you got to you got to read something. Yeah, I'm trying to pull. It's a really long post that I finally found. And it's kind of crazy. But this is from a lady who said um, she went in a seasonal aisle. A guy looked and smiled at her but had nothing in his hand. She didn't really think about it. But she always looks out when she's around, especially out with her kids. So she went to another aisle and he followed her. So she put her son in the cart facing towards her and asked if the guy was still following them. And her son said, yes, he is. He's still behind us. So then um, she turned around and said, hey, what's up to him? He smiled and walked away and said hi to another guy um, who had his phone out. The, the second guy had his phone out and it was pointing at her. So like he was holding his phone up at Oh, them. really? Yes. And then the first guy came back around and then um, she said to her son really loudly, oh, we forgot to get milk. Let's go get the milk. And as soon as she said that, she looked to see um, if the guy was going to go to that section. And he did like he took off towards the milk section, which she didn't move because she was just trying to see if he would like go over there after she said that. So I guess she told some of the Walmart walk workers, but they said they couldn't really do anything unless he approached her. Well, he and did. And I'm like, but these these people are like clearly like in like making you uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So it was. It I would have called them boys. She ended up calling her brother, and he came to make sure that like he came and I guess with her sister in law, and they made sure they got out safely. But um, you know, like that's super crazy, and that's just one of them I found, but. 
I know there were other stories that have been posted because I always read them. It's just hard for me to remember what groups they're posting right on uh, on Facebook, but um, like there have been more than one report. I know I saw someone post about the target too. It was like the same thing. Like yeah. guy had like his phone out and he's like following them around. And you know, you she acknowledged like, what are you doing? Like, you know, why are you like basically stalking us? And then he would finally leave. But oh my there God. have been multiple things where people have had to ask security to come out with them and their kids so they could get out to their car because they felt so uncomfortable that they were being followed. I've seen, you know, just on TikTok, you can see this stuff. And we, we people, live in an affluent neighborhood too. Yeah. And this is not just for us, but like obviously on TikTok, but they will be like, you know, like when you, you park your car, right, you know, and you get out on your side the driver's side and these people will i think a lot of times they kind of even back in but they will park right next to your right car. next to your car so you can't get into it but they're just waiting for you to come out and struggle which right to figure out how to get in so they can grab you like that's mm-hmm. the thing there was stories on the news about some lady getting snatched in a parking lot of a grocery store and she kicked and screamed and got her way out of the car. And they took off and left the car with all of her stuff in it. Why, if they were robbing her for the car or her stuff, why did they leave the car someplace with all of her stuff in it? They were trying to grab her. So you can tell me this isn't a real thing, that this is not how it happens in America, but it does. It may not be that prevalent, but it does. There's th- stories about it. I think it's more prevalent than people know. And movies like this and documentaries help shed light on it. Mm-hmm. But mainstream media is under a gag order. I mean, it's interesting that the critics, what do we say? What was the the rating on it? And I got to find where it was. 67% for critics, 99% for audience. Again, I know it's exaggerated. And there have been stories about, like, the real guy, Tim Ballard's, like. Right organizations and stuff they've done where some child like groups who help with child trafficking or sex trafficking have come out and said they haven't been the best or super helpful sometimes in helping get the victims to safety or helping them afterwards Mm -hmm. and that that's a real concern i mean i'm not gonna dissuade that but to say like this is not a real thing i don't understand i don't understand that right you know i don't get how you can say like right the trap when you can see it like real people posting stories or posting pictures they walk out on TikTok filming there to CVS and showing the car that's parked right next to them and that somebody's waiting for them to come out to try and get in their car like there's no one else in the parking lot they're the only two cars there you don't why else would they do that you so, know so make sure ladies you get your firearm permits because this is a have, conceal and hold case. make sure you have some way to protect or yourself or mace mm-hmm I don't condone violence, but mm-hmm. I'm much rather suckers. be I'm much rather be caught with it than without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, story, you loved it. It mm-hmm. held your attention from beginning to end. Yeah, it did. Would you? It was sad. See it again. I mean, I don't know if I want to sit down and watch it again because it was sad. So it was. Sad. I get the message. Don't get me wrong about that, but. It it did kind of depress me, so I don't know if I'd be like, yeah, let's let's just cozy on down on a Saturday night and watch this rewatch again. this very it depressing was, movie about. It was Trump. even sad for me too. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this is wrenching. But yeah. I really wanted to see it because mm-hmm. it, the hype. I wanted to see if the hype was real. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so I know you had said too, they were saying like, oh, people are buying tickets and then there's no one in the theater. Uh-huh. But our theater was full when we went. So let me explain that. Angel Studios is an independent studio. So mm-hmm. what they would do at the end of the show, the main star, Jim, would get on and say, you know, for this to help this push this message going forward, mm-hmm. you can buy tickets for people that can't afford them Mm -hmm. and then people could go on and get the tickets you bought and go to the show well they called it it's it's called an angel fund Mm -hmm. uh but so if you couldn't afford it you could pave the way for somebody else Mm -hmm. but in i've heard reports or seen things that people would be buying seats and people like us didn't know the marketing campaign so we would go to like amc and try to do it and all the seats are full mm-hmm. and not knowing that nobody's going to show up the theater's actually empty but people already prepaid and bought the tickets but what i saw when i went onto the website was like more so i don't know how accurate that was because when i went on the website to look at a curiosity uh-huh. we did not do this we actually right. just went through our right to use our points but when I went on there, it looked more like you could donate money. You could do it. And in- the money was sitting in a fund. So then they would say, yes, we have money available if you need to buy a ticket. And you would go just like you regularly do and select your seats and everything. So, like, they weren't pre-bought theaters. It just was the money was sitting someplace with Angel Studios waiting to be used to buy a ticket for the movie. So I don't know how accurate that was unless people went on and said they were going to go to the movie and then they didn't show up. Is probably more what happened versus people buying the tickets. I think and waiting it was, for someone to use it because it didn't look like that's how it worked. On the I website. think it was a good TikTok because this all spawned from TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good TikTok campaign to get mm-hmm. people talking about the yeah. movie, to keep it in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Because since this is an independent movie, they don't have the $100 million budget right, for advertise. the promotion. Mm-hmm. So they have to do it in some way or another. And the only thing I would say that I wish they would have done is that was nice at the end to be like, oh, you know, help other people to come see the movie. But there should have been more information about what you could actually do to help the kids. You're right. I'm That's like, one thing I would have done too. Uh, but where's the info like on how to help stop trafficking? Because right. I know Ashley, and she may still do this. I'm not sure how much she still does. But she would do every, and I don't know what month it is that focuses specifically on trafficking. But uh-huh. she would always be active in promoting it on social media and whatnot. Um, you know, the to bring awareness to it. So, like, to me, I'm like, uh, where was the yeah there's a little disconnect there like right. that's cool well we came and saw your movie but where's the information about like what we could do now to right. try and help right that would be my one of my criticisms yeah. as well like mm-hmm. it was a cool movie and yeah i get it you're an independent studio and you want this to keep going mm-hmm. it's made over a hundred million mm-hmm. in the box office for an independent movie people mm-hmm. are going to see this one two three four times mm-hmm. i mean they're the way the way this is projected it could get over up to 200 million that's crazy for an independent this is tom cruise level numbers mm-hmm. that independents don't usually do mm-hmm. what did you think about the whole cinematography in it i mean i thought it was shot well okay story edited and everything like that yeah no i i thought it was definitely shot well i mean it didn't seem like a big budget movie but i think that was appropriate right and sometimes i i don't want to just go see these movies that i have the fanciest cameras and the fanciest wardrobes and you know what i mean like right sometimes it's nicer to see a more grounded right film so 
what would you rate it? Uh, out of 10? Yeah, one being terrible, um, 10, amazing. I'd see it again over and over again. Um, I mean, I would probably give it, that's a good question. I mean, I would say maybe like an eight, maybe like a seven and a half. And that's only because, number one, I don't really want to watch it again because it's depressing. It's very sad. Not because of anything else to do with the movie itself, but just because it's a sad movie. And number two, because I think there should have been more information about being proactive and helping with child Traf trafficking, yeah, trafficking versus just come and see the movie or right. help other people see the movie. Like, I wish there was more information on that. So that would make it, you know, knock down a little bit, you know, for me. What about no, you? I would, I'm a right there with you. I'd probably give it an eight. Mm -hmm. um, when I walked into this thing, I was expecting at the end of this, yeah, when he was going to do his talk. So he he does come on the screen. He gives this two minute. Jim does. Jim does the star of it. Mm -hmm. uh, gives this two minute monologue. But I wanted him to say, you know, yes, this is the angel fund. But if you want to stop child child trafficking, this is where you can go. These are organizations that help with. Yeah. Please spread the word. Mm -hmm. That's a disconnect that I thought. Yeah. Should have been, and like the producers, I feel like should have caught that before mm -hmm. they, you know, they're shooting this. Mm -hmm. They should have went okay. But I understand as a producer slash director why they didn't. Mm -hmm. But I would give it about seven and a half, eight. Okay. I mean, same. we're on the same page. I liked yeah. it. I thought it was shot. I even for an independent, it went all the way around the world to mm -hmm. shoot it. They were in some of the most remote locations. You could tell that this movie had a budget, mm -hmm. and it was produced well mm -hmm. it, the acting in it was good yeah there was no like it wasn't a b movie mm -mm. it would this is something that you could see in the theaters which yeah. we did mm -hmm. it was well done and i think one thing if it wouldn't if the acting wasn't on point it wouldn't have sold it mm -hmm. even the kids were yeah, on they point did such a good job too for such a tough subject exactly all the kids, all the kids in, there. They had in there mm -hmm. and then well, at the end of it, like the sting operation, they were having a beach party. That's how they ended up getting these guys. Mm -hmm. Well, at the end of the movie, they ended up showing actual footage mm -hmm. from that beach party. Yeah, they blurred out the kids. Yeah, they faces, blurred out the faces, but, but they showed and the people, the suspects that were arrested. But they actually ended up getting them. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very powerful movie. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest, yeah, going to see it. It's very tough. Mm -hmm. ignore the hype kind of go with your gut yeah mm -hmm. and then go from there yeah and make your own opinion yeah so we would say go go for it and if you do let us know mm -hmm. in the comments what you thought of it yeah so mm -hmm. all right this has been another episode of robbie's reviews produced by limitless broadcasting in 1950 studios mm -hmm. Uh, our next episode will be out shortly. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment. Mm -hmm. That always helps out the, the channel. Mm -hmm. And we have another show coming out, Partner Complex. Yep. That's my next show. Mm -hmm. My co-host Marvin and I, you're going to love that. If you like movies, it's the same kind of genre, but we don't actually like critique it. We talk about buddy buddy cop movies mm -hmm. so if you like that kind of experience you'll love that mm -hmm. partner complex definitely check out the pixie dust twins if you're a disney fan yes you'll love that mm -hmm. 
Thanks you so much. Bye. Hasta la vista, baby. Robbie Reviews is hosted by Robbie Brooksby as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Post-production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at Robbie Reviews Movies. Check out the other shows on our network by following at Limitless Broadcasting on Instagram and at 1950 Studios on TikTok. See you next time. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.